Welcome to another episode of Dazed and Confused. Good morning, how? No afternoon, isn't it? How are you diddling? Excellent, me too. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, if you're brand new to these streams, uh, welcome along. This is all about social media, about video. This is Dazed and Confused, my three times a week live show, trying to help you create content for your brand, for your business, so that when we get out of all this craziness, and it's only like a month's time before businesses start to open again, then we are in a position for people to still be talking about as, as brands, as businesses, as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, whatever you are out there watching this piece of content. Uh, today, obviously, I want to acknowledge the fact that it is International Women's Day. Um, many amazing women out there in the business world. But I also today specifically want to talk about the fact that it is hashtag proofreading day as well. That's what we're going to talk about today on more specifically getting caught up on the fact that you need to make perfect content before you post anything on social media. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Before we get anywhere, though, uh, first things first, who am I to tell you anything? Well, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual agency, and we help brands and businesses make content that makes them stand out on social media. Now, that could be anything from video, animation, aerial work, graphical work, photography. and We work on podcasts and all that kind of stuff as well. And basically, what we're trying to do is help you create content that makes you stand out on social media. But a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand and business was in a position to pay for content to be created for them on a regular basis. So what I did was I sat down and went through a process I'd used myself over the years. I went through it with customers. I've talked about it on stage. And then I took everything that I'd learned over the years amalgamized it, bastardized my blog a little bit that I'd written about it on and turned it into a book, which is called How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And it's basically a process of everything from content marketing. So understanding what you're going to actually put out there, your content plan, all the way through to podcasting and everything else that goes on in between as well. The whole point is to make the content that you create work harder for you, because one of the things we all struggle with as business owners is time. It's a really difficult thing for a lot of us. We don't have a lot of it. Uh, we kind of say we have no time to do a lot of stuff. We all complain about it. Uh, so actually, I wanted to just try and help as many people as I could get creating content, but using my favorite, well, second favorite four-letter word, free. So today we're going to talk about perfection. We're going to talk about the fact that it is proofreading day. So many people will sit down, and the fact that it's proofreading, we'll talk about blogs first. They'll sit down, they'll write a blog, and then it may not be quite perfect, so they won't post it. And they'll get hung up on that perfection, whether it's the grammar, whether it's spelling. Maybe your spelling's not great. Maybe your grammar's not great. Whatever, what you have to do is get over the fact that your content isn't perfect. And that's the same whether it comes to blogging, when it comes to writing a description on an Instagram post, when it comes to posting your specific image on Instagram or anywhere else, when it comes to posting a video, when it comes to posting a podcast. Perfection is this imaginary thing over here, like right up there. And actually, what's here is absolutely fine. The level here is perfect because... What's up here and what's here still has exactly the same value. What's up really high and what's at a steady state level 
it still has the same value. You are giving the same value to people no matter which style of content you are putting out, whether it's the most perfectly filmed, recorded, edited piece of content in the world, or it is a mediocre piece of content style-wise, maybe look-wise, whatever, like this. This Does this look like the perfect setup? For those of you listening on the podcast, I'm in my bedroom. I'm stuck in a very small corner. Uh, I have the light behind me, which means my camera is overexposed. It makes me look pink. It's really not a great setup, but hopefully the value I am giving people when they come to watch my live streams or watch the streams after they've been live or listen to the podcast is far more valuable than actually how it looks or potentially even how it sounds. Hopefully it sounds pretty good. I've got a decent mic. But if sometimes the mic fails on me and I have to use the mic on the on the computer, that doesn't matter as long as the value I'm giving is good enough. As long as you can actually understand what I'm saying. If it's really, really bad and I've heard some really bad stuff, then you might switch off. But generally, I try and live by the line that uh, Casey Neistat put out many years ago when he first started doing vlogging, which was, You could film it on a potato as long as the story is good enough. And that's essentially the same for your content. As long as the value you're giving is good enough for your audience, for your community, then it doesn't matter so much about looking absolutely perfect, being in 1080p or 4K or whatever. It doesn't have to be the most perfect piece of audio. As long as the value is there, you can work on building towards perfection as you go along. But if all you ever aim for is perfection straight away, you will never ever post any content. And the thing is, is if you're not posting, nobody can hear what it is that you've got to say. Nobody can get an idea of the value you've got to give. Nobody will understand the pain point you remove. You are a voice of authority within your business field, but if you're not putting any content out there for anybody to see, then they have absolutely no chance of understanding what it is that you do and the pain you remove and the value that you give. So I want you to come off the back end of this particular broadcast, no matter how you're consuming it, and think, right, okay, what have I stopped myself doing in the past? Maybe you've got a phone and the photo album is full of videos that you've stopped and started and never really got to the point of finishing it because you've always been aiming for perfection. So instead, go through those videos and just go, right, okay, that one's probably good enough, and just edit it, top and tail it, and put it out. Get it out there. Or even better still, how about filming your first video, getting your phone and talking to it and telling everybody who you are, what it is that you do and why you do what you do. Just tell the story. It doesn't have to be a long video for that first video to go out. But what you're trying to do with all the content that you put out is make a community care about what it is that you've got to say. And they can't care about what it is that you've got to say if they can't see what it is that you've got to say, whether it's a blog, whether it's images, whether it's descriptions, whether it's a video, whether it's audio, whatever it might be, they can't give a damn about you if they don't know you even exist. So you've got to start putting your content out there. Okay, let's go to the questions. If you've got any questions about perfection, putting any content out, stick them into the comments. I'll do my best to answer them. We're live on YouTube, LinkedIn, and on Facebook as well. Uh, If you've got any questions and you're watching a replay or you're listening to the podcast, 
email me a question through. My email address is in the description box below, and uh, we'll answer those either in the next live or on email together as well, if you prefer to do it that way. I do have a couple of questions that have come through today, which are kind of connected to what we've just been talking about, perfection and everything else like that, but specifically social media. Uh, Rod has been in touch and said, uh, do you have any rules of thumb for where I should post the most content? Okay, so I tend to work with my clients, my customers, on a 70-30 basis. Some people do 80-20, some people do slightly less than 70%, but I try and work on like a 70-30 basis. So if you've sat down and done this properly, you'll understand exactly who your audience is, your ideal avatar, your ideal customer. And so once you understand that, you know where they're hanging out and you know what kind of content you should be creating to talk to them. So if you know where they're hanging out, it would be stupid of you to put any more effort into other channels than you would put into that one. If you're going to put content out on, say, for example, LinkedIn for your business, and that channel is going to reproduce you maybe 10, 20 comments, every single piece of content that you put out, and then those 10, 20 com comments turn into likes and shares and all that kind of stuff, then if no other channel is offering you that kind of return on interaction, it would be crazy to post your content anywhere else other than LinkedIn, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't. What you need to do is put about 70% of your effort into that one channel because you want that audience to be interacting with your content. However, you don't want to ignore every other social media channel just because one really does work for you very well. So what you want to do is put a majority of your effort into that one channel so that you are getting a return, but also remembering that People are on other channels. People consume content in the way they want to consume content. You have to attempt to remove the friction for people. If you are a blog reader, then you will sit down and read a blog, but you probably wouldn't go watch a video. And that's the same vice versa. If you like watching videos, the chances are you probably wouldn't go and read a blog. So how do you appeal to both those people? Well, you create both those styles of content for those people. So you have a website. So on your website, you have a blog. You don't have to put thousands of words into your blog. You just have to write something that's connected to the subject matter that you're talking about that week or that particular day. So you have to have a blog. A blog, for me, generally, is a doorway to content. It helps people understand what they're going to be talking about. But you're trying to remove friction. So you've just got to think along the lines of all the different social media platforms that are out there. How will people consume the content that I've got to put out? So work on that 70-30 rule, put 70% of the effort into one channel and then 30% of the effort into all the other potential channels that are out there, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok, YouTube, wherever it is that you're going to put your effort, put content out onto those channels as well. That's how, that's how simple it is really, Rod. Now, I know a lot of people will complain about, I don't have the time to do everything, I struggle. So there are ways around it. Then I'm not a big fan of some of these ways. And a lot of people will talk about scheduling tools and everything else like that. For me, I would recommend to people use scheduling tools on content and posts that you're going to put out that are very generic. And by that, I mean, for example, you're a plumbing company and you're putting out content about tips about heating and saving energy and saving money on your heating and how little things you do at home could save you money. Well, those tips 
could be scheduled in because they are generic, they're going out on a regular basis, and you'll probably have maybe 10, 20 of them, maybe 30. And so you can just time shift them through a month so that you have one or two going out every single day. That's absolutely fine. That kind of content's fine. What I don't recommend is scheduling content like a video that necessarily you've put out or something that is specific to that day. So for example, obviously today is International Women's Day. You want that content to be seen. But the problem is, is that the platforms themselves see that you have posted this content from another platform. And especially somewhere like LinkedIn and also Facebook, it will post a little miniature hyperlink at the top of the post or somewhere in the post that says it has been posted from and your name won't be there. It will be Hootsuite or Buffer or Tailwind or Later or whatever the platform is that you're using. And the algorithm sees that and goes, hang on, that's a hyperlink somewhere else. So it doesn't like that. So what it does is it drops your content down the scoring list, which means you drop down people's feeds. So your content doesn't get seen as often. So you have to be really strategic with what content you are looking to actually post via a scheduling tool on what content you're going to post natively and organically so that you can keep building your community and your content actually gets seen. Sometimes it's a little bit difficult to do. I want to go live on multiple platforms at the same time. So I have to use a tool that will push me out on different platforms. And in fact, if you have the capability of going live on LinkedIn, the only way you can go live on LinkedIn is by using an external piece of software. You can't do it via the actual tool itself which is a bit crazy and maybe something they're going to probably look upon uh, sorting out in the near future. But generally, when it comes to scheduling, you've got to be really careful. And so don't necessarily always listen to these people who are saying you must use Hootsuite, you must use Buffer. Understand that they are going to affect your reach. Understand what you're going to be posting there and then think about what and then think about actually posting through those platforms and then posting other content natively, or even actually using the built-in tools on those platforms. For example, Twitter is slowly but surely eking out an opportunity for people to actually schedule their tweets through their platform. Facebook has Facebook Manager. Facebook Manager allows you to schedule your posts out on Facebook, and for some, on Instagram as well. So just try and play the game a little bit. Remember that if Facebook has got a tool or any social media platform has got a tool, they're going to reward you points for actually using that tool rather than using the external one. Okay, right. I'm going to disappear. I'm going to say thank you very much for watching or listening today. If you're brand new to these pieces of content, it would be great if you could uh, hit the subscribe button, especially if you're on YouTube or Facebook, because there you can hit the notification bell and it will let you know whenever I'm live again. Uh, also, if you're listening to the podcast, it would be incredible if you could hit the review button and write something really nice or something really horrible. I don't mind. And leave a star rating as well. Um, I can only improve if you actually leave some kind of comment and say whether it's good or bad, what you listen to. And while you're at it, whatever platform you're on, hit that share button so your audience can get some value from this content as well. Uh, until tomorrow, no, until Wednesday, I'll be back again with another episode of Days and Confused. Thank you very much for listening today. Uh, happy International Women's Day uh, and also happy International Proofreading Day. And I will catch you on Wednesday. But until then, please continue to stay safe and have a good one. I'll see you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.